Ugh, I'm not in the mood. Do we have to do this? Yes. Wait, are we recording? Okay, let's go. You're listening to The Alley Colbert Show. Colbert Show. I'm your host, Allie Colbert. Thank you for joining us. You're here. You're here. Happy Tuesday. Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox, as it appears on her Instagram, have come to an end. I can taste the dishonesty slash on your breath, as Megan Fox put it. All the photos of her and Machine Gun Kelly have been archived. She is now following on Instagram Eminem, Harry Styles, and someone else that I'm forgetting. But it doesn't matter. She's not following Machine Gun Kelly anymore. People are stunned. They're shocked. How could the twin flames break up? I'm not surprised, you guys. I hate to say I told you so, but I usually feel that someone who takes... Champagne flutes and smashes them on their face and lets the blood drip down doesn't make the most reliable decisions in relationship. This is a guy who swings from the rafters and smashes bottles on his face intentionally and just lets the blood dry all over him. And I'm shocked that he's not a grounded, committed partner. I'm shocked. I'm blown away. Machine Gun Kelly? Machine Gun Kelly's not... Reliable? Oh my, are you serious? You're talking about the guy that goes to the Grammys wearing spikes? That's a shame. It is sad though, like when people burn so hot and then they like, I I don't think it's the end. I'll tell you that much. I don't think it's the end because I think it's like, I think it's like a Pam Tommy thing. And I watched the Pamela documentary. I did. You know, they sort of speak about each other like, well, she speaks about them Like it was sort of the match of all matches. And the documentary sort of glides past the breakup. And Pam says, I think she says he kicked her. And like her lower back was red. And then he was in jail. And then it was over. And it comes kind of like out of the blue in the documentary. Because they're so like in love with each other that you're, it's surprising. And here's the thing. Like it's not that I thought Pamela... Pamela. It's not that I thought Pam would ha- would be like someone who like hangs around for more than one kick. Like I I just think that like one kick in general like if Julian kicked me, if Julian randomly kicked me, I would be thrown, obviously. Backwards probably because she kicked me. But I would be I wouldn't call my lawyers immediately. I'd be like what just what the fuck just happened? Why did you just kick me? And we would have a whole conversation and she'd be like, listen, I'll never kick you again, right? And if you're going to, if you're going to call the cops immediately, it's like how strong was the love to begin with, right? Because if if your partner just kicks you out of the, you'd be like, what the fuck? What the, that was a fucking weird fluke. So really it's the second kick that makes or breaks the relationship. Well, breaks. The second kick, it wouldn't make the relationship. It wouldn't, the second kick really would never make the relationship. So I'm not saying you should kick. You should not kick, to be clear. I'm just saying that everyone gets one kick. 
look, it was a dark bit. We tried it. We tried it. Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly, they'll come back together. And then they'll separate again. And then they'll come back and she won't she won't tolerate the second kick. Today's episode is really fun. Before we get into the episode, I just want to flag for everybody Tar, the film Tar, as a part of our... Oh, what is that? Mmm, tastes good. Hummus Hour! Hummus Hour, just to be clear, it's not about good or bad. It's not about how... It, it, it's just... It is... It, it has chickpeas or it doesn't. So Tar, Kate Blanchett, returns to playing a powerhouse lesbian. And uh, that qualifies. Okay, it's a Sabra second. It qualifies. I thought it was fun. I liked watching it. I, I wouldn't call it fun, but I liked watching it. I had fun, but that's separate from the experience of the film. That's just my own personal. That's I have something going on. Anyway, today's episode: Elena Joy, YouTuber, comedian, reaction videos. It's like if you're not like doing serious videos on YouTube, you're considered a comedian. But she's not a stand-up. You know what I mean? She'll teach us how to do a thirst trap. She's fun. I like your energy. We had a good time. Elena Joy. Keep calling the show. I love the voicemails. I'm getting a lot of them. I'd like even more. 833-722-5546. It's in my Instagram bio. If you're confused and you're emailing. What's the... It's in the Instagram bio. The Allie Colbert Show at gmail.com. Hope everyone has a great week. Hey, I relate to Ben Affleck at the Grammys. I like just like, that's how I feel. That's how I feel with all these like secondary holidays. Like the Grammys is like an event that's like probably feels like a secondary holiday. It's probably like his July 4th. For me, I think holidays, there's Thanksgiving and there's Christmas. That's it. Those are the holidays. Everything else, eh, it's kind of, we don't need to make such a big deal out of it. You know, it's just personally. And I'm, I'm Jewish. I have the Jewish holidays. And that's a different, that falls into a different category. But just those holidays, I get. Everyone has plans. Everyone's busy. We got Valentine's Day coming up. That's not a holiday that I like. Julian and I agree on this. It's not, I don't, it's made by Big Diamond, okay? Big chocolate, Big Diamond, Big Flower. They got together to take your money. And it's the worst night of the year to go to a restaurant. Everyone will tell you that, but I'll tell you that too. It's awful. The wait staff is overworked. The kitchen's backed up. You can't get a reservation. Things are fucking marked up on a prefix. Traffic's, it's fucking terrible. Happy Valentine's Day. Stay at home. You don't do gifts on Valentine's Day. That's not a thing. You do flowers. It's not a big, don't make a big. Okay, enjoy the episode. Welcome, welcome to the show, Elena. Yes, hi, Allie. Hi, I, you know, you spell your name interesting for Elena. I know people say that, which I think is interesting because it's like, it's the phonetic spelling, right? I know, but no one else does that. <laughs> right. So I'm the one that's wrong. So, you know, it just, I, I had to double check and I had to listen to how someone else said it. I just had to be sure because I've never seen an Elena spelled that way. You've never seen an Elena that's spelled Elena. Elena, like really cooler, throws like, people for a Elena, loop. <laughs> like you are a Elena. It's true. I it's get, true. I get Elena, I get Alana, and right. all of that. I'm like, it's in the spelling. Like, there's I no know. e. I don't, I don't know why you're skipping the y. It's, I know. it's right there. They think they're being clever or helpful. Did your parents not anticipate you having all these 
issues with the name? And and do you feel that you have issues with the name? And I is it hard for you? It's really difficult for me, Allie. I'm glad you're bringing this up. Um, yeah. I actually don't get to talk about this a lot. It, this feels Good. like a really safe space for Good. me and my, my name difficulties. Good. I don't think my parents put a lot of thought into my name altogether, actually. Okay, there it is. Yeah, so we're getting and into do you childhood. purposefully sort of date people that don't put thought into your name now to sort of <laughs> kind of relive that childhood wound? Is that Oh where my you're... god, Allie, this is let me think. Actually, yeah, my girlfriend calls me Elena constantly. Yeah. I've never corrected her actually. There it is. And I'm just saying you deserve to be with someone who says your name correctly. This I want you to know that so regardless of what happens. Your girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. Regardless of that. how the rest of the show goes. Yeah, totally. You're, you're on my side. I, I feel this. Are you, you in the, where are you right now? I live in Canada. So I'm, I'm in Vancouver, Canada. You live in Canada. I do. I am Canadian. So, okay. Because I know you have a new podcast out yes. with, and who's, who are the co-hosts of the show? So it's me, Ashley Gavin and Mac and Jimmy. Yeah. Me, Elena Joy. Right. So you, I would imagine you're zooming into these podcast recordings. Have you never met them in person, these people? No, no. We've done in person. We record mostly virtual. Yeah. Right. Because they're both in the States. But no, we have. We've done some in-person stuff, too. So you've traveled to the States for this show. <laughs> yeah. yeah. How to travel internationally. You know? Yeah. What do you, why wouldn't they come to Canada? Why is the assumption that I went to the U.S.? There's Which just no correct. way, you know, there's no way that you got those two to go to Canada for you. Yeah, no, they didn't. I have yeah. traveled to the USA for more reasons than just the podcast, but that was a big one. Yeah, got it. OK, so Elena, I you know, I went I followed you on Instagram this morning. Elena. Yes. For those of you that don't know, Elena is a would you say first and foremost, you're a YouTuber or would you say you're a rock climber? Yeah. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> That's not where I was expecting you to go. No, I know. I it's not say... where I was expecting to go either. It just came out. Okay. <laughs> I first and foremost, I would be a YouTuber. Yes, I guess. I don't know. A content creator. Sure. Second, I would say I am a lesbian. Yeah, right. <laughs> Third rock climber. Yeah. Third rock so, climber. Fourth champion of pronouncing names correctly. Amazing. We we line up on all of those. And I have to say, I'm not a rock climber, but, but. I'm fascinated by rock climbers. Okay. However, I have to I have to sort of put this disclaimer that like I'm not so dazzled by when people are rock climbing indoors. I don't find it as as <laughs> as sort of amazing. But You're but like, when yeah. but when they're doing it outside on real rocks mm. I right. find that I find that to be really amazing. Now, I so think what you're, you're doing is incredible. I think what you're sure. doing. Sure. Okay. What you're it, say, so what I'm hearing is, correct me if I'm wrong, <laughs> you're dazzled by my sport, really impressed, except yeah. not the way I do it. <laughs> this is what I have to say, because okay. I, I, it's very important that I get this across to you correctly. Okay. Okay. I, I'm impressed that you're a rock climber. That that's is so not, interesting because that's that's really no, not how, what no, you. No, please. I'm gonna. This is not. I. I promise you. I'm being because I have no problem telling you to your face if I if I thought it was a joke. I, I'm just saying I'm impressed by your rock climbing. However, mm -hmm. my endorphins yeah. and my 
adrenaline and my all of the things that happen when I watch rock climbing only kind of happen for me when I'm seeing them outside. Ah, okay, right. So I'm not I'm not providing you the same physical experience. Yeah, I'm not getting like a hit off of your <laughs> okay. off of like your videos, but I'm definitely impressed. Okay, I guess I'll take that. And and you know what? This is definitely a weird place to start the interview. <laughs> I don't know I, why I'm saying this to you. I have, there's something wrong with me where like, I just say what I feel and like, I'm yeah. not thinking about, and it's not that I'm not considerate. I just like, I right. don't, I'm just, just in my own lane. And I think, I guess this is turning into therapy now. Like, should I have, <laughs> should I have sort of dampened that? Should I have said that I'm kind of blown away by indoor rock climbing? I don't know. No, I think you're doing great. I think, okay. I feel like I'm just along for the ride here a little bit like we've gone we started that's, off so strong I get that so feedback with that's what it feels thing. like to be on my show by the way okay. <laughs> and that's what it feels like to date me and that's what it feels like to be related to me you're just along right. for my ride right okay so, so now do we I, talk about your childhood or basically it's not one of these shows where I'm gonna you know ask you you know to tell me it's all about what I think Okay. It's all about what's happened to me and yeah, kind of uh -huh. how you fit into my worldview. It's but your show. It's, it is not called the Elena Joy Show. It's not called the Elena Joy. It's not called the Elena Joy Show. It's not called the Elena Joy Show. It is not called the Elena Joy Show. No. I'm glad we're clearing that up right off the top. But I, when did you start rock climbing? And also, I just want to know, like, because I am fascinated by this sport. Mm -hmm. Have you watched all of the rock climbing documentaries, Free Solo, Yes. Uh, like a, yes. what is it seven peaks or yes. heavy head nods yes john krakow uh you know like <laughs> the books what is it what is the book what is the book called i, I actually don't know i think you mispronounced that name so hard i'm john Cra sure you're... krakow john krakow is that it right krakow. what oh, maybe into look, thin air maybe i'm a fake maybe i'm a fake rock climber into maybe thin i'm actually air. a fake fan Oh, into thin air. John Krakauer, into thin air, a personal account of the Mount Everest disaster. Okay, no, that one I haven't read. I okay, that's that kind I, of I the preeminent rock climbing book. Look, I'm an indoor rock climber. Exactly. Allie. This climb is what I'm inside. saying about these indoor rock climbers. It's like <laughs> you're gonna you wanna climb a rock, go climb a real rock. But Whoa. I do Whoa. think I do think it's the smarter move though. Like I would never climb outside because I would be too like you're doing it the right way. I'm just giving Look, you shit. I I climb outside too, just primarily <laughs> inside. I train inside. Climbing outside is a whole different ball game, though. Yeah, like it's frightening. Right. What did you think about Free Solo? I mean, you remember that one? Yeah, I remember. <laughs> yes, I remember. You remember that? Just so you're coming in so hot here. And yes, I, I remember free solo, Allie. Do you, do you think do you think no. like my listeners listen to this podcast and they want to hear me coming in slow? That's true. That's a they're really good point. They're tuning in. They don't want to hear me waking up. They want to hear they're on their right, drive. This is my job. I'm showing up for it. See, and you know what? I like you said, I've started my own podcast now. I should be taking notes. Like this has Take been notes. my problem. I show up slow. No, you don't. I feel your energy. It's you have a lot of videos reacting on YouTube, but you're actually responsive. Yeah. You're not reacting. And I mean that in the best way. That's a huge compliment. That is a huge compliment. Yeah. I, like that's you're what spacious I aim for in life. With your energy. You're like, okay. To respond, I can, not react. I can receive wow. this. I, I often think about Free Solo and I think about how psychotic it was. And if you don't know yes. Free Solo, it's that I don't know what his name is. And I should know his name because I've. Alex Honnold. Alex. Honnold? Alex Honnold. 
Alex Honnold, mm-hmm. who climbs mm-hmm. without ropes. Yeah. And yeah. it's it's excruciating to watch. And uh, my they palms always... are sweating just thinking about it. Yeah. You know what I'm amazed about with these guys is these guys always have a girlfriend. I know. <laughs> He's got a kid now. He has a no. child. Yes, they're married. He has a child. He's to still free soloing. Uh, yes, yeah, I think to the same to the same woman. They always find yeah, a girl. I say, yeah, to that kid. They always uh, <laughs> these rock climbers always find one woman who's yeah. bl- who's blown away by their rock climbing ability and you know blown away by by their obsession with the rock climbing. And then when they get into relationship with these men, they say oh, it's his rock climbing is really a problem. Yeah. And it's like, and my friend Dan Perlman has an amazing joke about it, and I don't remember the wording of it, but it's basically just like you see all of these red flags when you're setting up a relationship, and then like they're deep in it with them, and the thing that drew them in, they're like, they're like really terrified. He's like, she's like, we need to have a serious conversation. He's like, I gotta go climb the north side of this mountain without ropes. (laughs) But I I get bigger things on my mind, dear. It's amazing. Do you think lesbians? lesbian why aren't there more lesbian rock climbers oh there are rock climbing is full of lesbians like you will oh. not find a place with more lesbians than really? rock climbing so why don't uh, we have a documentary no okay we should make one because think about it rock climbing what are you strengthening finger strength hip <laughs> mobility forearms like where where are you getting veins ha- in your hands right where it's are so the veins lesbian. starting to come through it's the gayest sport you wear a harness. Like, come on. What do you, you do to the climbs? You top them. Oh, my God. You've been thinking I don't about this. We need to have a lesbian rock climbing documentary. I'm tired of Absolutely. the documentaries about these sort of wilderness-born men. I want a sort of feral dyke to climb a mountain. Oh, my God. I love that. I a really feral love dyke. that. I love it. I, I think I'll, that would be I should great. make that. You've inspired me. I will come to Canada to film that. You'll come to, you're not going to make me come to the U.S.? You nope. would come to Canada? It's such a good idea that Holy I will shit. fly to Canada before Ashley Gavin, <gasps> before Mac. I will be on the plane. I will go to Canada and I will make this happen. This is a level of commitment I wasn't expecting. Yeah, this is, when this I is logged U-Haul into this energy. Call today. Yeah, <laughs> this is U-Haul energy. <laughs> I'm flying to Canada to film a video of you. I'll do it. I'll do Great. it. I'm in. Okay, good. So I was when I was going through your videos, I mean, I mentioned this be- a moment ago, but you do react a lot on your YouTube. I do. Yes. Which I've been working on actually like reacting less because I'm really reactive. Okay. we could Maybe we could do like a two-part video series. You come up to Canada. I'll teach you how to rock climb and I'll teach you how to respond rather than react. Please. So a good test for me would really be to watch videos and just sit there calmly. I know my girlfriend... <laughs> <laughs> I'm, my I god i'm choking see, yeah i want to see that series it's not like um it's like the try not to laugh yeah challenge that's but 100%. it's like try not to react that's basically what i'll need to do in order to make my relationship work is just not react because i'm the most reactive motherfucker and <gasps> okay. i'm in what does relationship like? like my girlfriend fiance excuse me will say the most innocuous things and i will just yeah. like have a heart attack i need to go get a water so i don't cough the whole time hang on yeah you got something in your throat <laughs> yeah it's, that's the thing about coughing no like <laughs> when you start co- like sometimes coughs will just pass yeah but then you have that that other cough that like 
you don't know how to handle that cough in public because you're like yeah, I'm actually like past. you're like this is kind of embarrassing to like do with someone I'm just meeting because like I need like the Heimlich done on me and it's like mm. it's just a little like intimate for like this interview to like cough like that in front of you <laughs> I mean I thought we're, like, we're I already u-hauling like I kind of no, thought we were there if we're no, gonna u-haul right. we're gonna have to see all of these parts of each other you're right no, you're right. And you. I mean, when you went to go get water, I could yeah. still hear you very clearly because I assume I'm hearing you through your headphones and not through the mic. And I got oh, really God. afraid that you were going to start talking shit and oh, I wow. not knowing that I could hear you. But the fact that you didn't has built a lot of trust between us. Wow. I so feel. you thought I was going to be like, God, this girl's annoying. I don't know. For all I know, wow. you, maybe that- you're maybe you're going to your fiance and you're saying she only indoor rock climbs. She confirmed yeah. it. What bullshit. Boring. What are we going to talk about? Do you think if your parents had cared about your name that you wouldn't have <laughs> you wouldn't have this insecurity that everyone's talking shit about you? <laughs> okay, look, listen here. This is it's not just so my first name. They chose it just because I guess my dad had a student by that name and like thought the name was pretty. So they chose it. My middle name sounds like your dad was having an affair with a student. <laughs> okay, that's horrifying. <laughs> I'd like you to rescind. He's like Adam Levine. Hey, is it okay if I name my baby sumner oh, <laughs> oh no that's no, I know. We're not, we are not talking rescinding. about my father like that rescinding um, i'm sorry mr okay, joy thank you strike it from the record sorry no so but sorry. then my middle name so my middle name didn't actually used to be joy my middle name now is joy that's where the like elena joy is from yeah i had a different middle name that i always hated and like it was a joke as a kid it was like my, sad like, I, it was it it was sad. And I really didn't like it. it. You showed them by changing it to joy. No, so <laughs> so no. I had always hated this name. It was like I would try and give it away to like my mom's friends who didn't have middle names. I'd like try to give them mine. Oh wow! I was laughing about this with away. my mom a few years ago. Yeah, and like haha, how I never liked my middle name. And she goes, "Yeah, I never liked it either." And I'm like, "Uh, you're responsible." Sorry? Yeah. What was that mother? You chose it. And she's like, yeah, but like, I didn't really know what I was doing. I just like picked a random name. I wish I'd put more thought into it. Like she also hated my name. So we decided to change it together. Wow. Can we hear uh, what the original name was or is that a secret? It was Aaron. Oh, okay. Yeah. No offense to the Aaron's out there. I think it's because my sister's middle name is my dad's name. And I think I was okay. jealous that she got like a familial. The, what are you doing? <laughs> you see my fiance creeping in. I I do. <laughs> Hello. Thank she, you so much for not she talking. She says shit. hi. She she's she can't hear you. You're in my headphones. <laughs> oh, okay. But oh, okay. it's so cute that she like thinks she's like can like sneak in the room like she's like a two year old on the floor. You're like five <laughs> foot five. Like we fully see you. Okay, so you changed the middle name. By the way, everyone who's yeah. listening whose name is Aaron probably just shut it off look i'm saying and, and i think good my sister it's because my sister had a meaningful middle name and i was like the no, fuck get, guys no i get that i get that a lot of comparison sisters are it's hard with sisters are you, your sister's older than you she's younger oh that's interesting so they thought about the second child but not the first exactly okay so what we were saying as we were saying before we were saying you do these reacting videos yes and i think it would be Oh my God, Julian, it's actually a joke that you're coming back. <laughs> I can't like, get over this. There's a camera. There is a camera. The, I know. I'm just, I'm just blown away by this. Let's just see what she's this is doing. The, what are you this getting, is the boo? fiance. 
This is my fiance, Julian. Hi. Julian Hi. is the fiance. Hello. Sorry, oh, she <laughs> no problem, Julian. Just come back a few more times. Thank you. <laughs> okay, so Julian's a babe. Can we talk about that for a minute? I know. She's so hot, right? Oh, my God. I know. It's pretty cool. Like, Julian, come back anytime. I know. Is there can't... anything else you need to grab, Julian? Yeah. <laughs> I think you forgot something. <laughs> I know. You forgot me. Pick me. Love me. Yeah. But Julian would like me to react less. So, That's right. Yes. So I think it would be a really great exercise for me to watch YouTube videos and not react. And I think what I would need to do is I would need to watch YouTube videos of people saying just rant their opinions. And I just have uh, to keep quiet. Yeah. So I want to watch video after video of people living their independent lives with thoughts. Mm-hmm. And I just have to sit there and take it. Okay. Because that's Do you want to like practice or? Maybe later. Okay. I think we can practice later. <laughs> but what are the, the sort of things I was seeing you react to is I, I was yeah. watching you react to, I don't forget how you called it, like actually good lesbian thirst mm-hmm. traps. Is that mm-hmm. how you? Okay, so that, and what are some of, what are some other things you react to? I react to queer media in general. So I've been reacting to like queer reality TV. Little known fact, there's a season of The Bachelorette where The Bachelorette is bi and they have both men and women on the show. It's Australian. It's an Australian season. Yeah, uh, the Australian, what is the, I think I've heard about that. Yeah, I so I I'm reacting that. to that. Okay. I react to the actually good queer thirst traps. Um, sometimes uh, sometimes I react to straight TikTok, which is painful. That's funny. That's I like that, mm-hmm. though. That's an exercise in not reacting. <laughs> yeah, totally. Have you seen Are You the One, Come One, yes. Come All? Absolutely. Like, for every- that, I thought, was the best queer reality TV I had ever seen. Why is there not more? I don't know. I was like, after I had that season, I was like, I wish every season was like this. It was so fun. Yes. And every queer person that you talk to about reality TV, that's the first thing they say. Have you seen the, are you the one, um, come one, come all season? And it's like, yeah, because every queer person on the planet ate that up. Right. Because it's the only representation that we have in reality TV. Like, come on, it's such good TV. We're all going to watch it. Like, why are they not capitalizing on it? I don't know. I wonder how it did for them. Are you you also watching non-reality queer shit, like queer content? Or is it? I mean, in my real life, like in In your real regular life. Yeah. Not on the YouTube channel. Okay. So I do a thing called Hummus Hour on the podcast where, and I, I find hummus to be very, inherently lesbian lesbians eat a lot of hummus together apart uh-huh. independently right. it's like a love yeah. language so i'll i'll pick something for hummus hour and that's kind of my gay recommendation of the week i'm okay. curious if you have a t like whether it's a tv show you're watching or a book you're reading or you know hummus hour it could be anything it could be oh, sam smith yeah. winning a grammy like it doesn't it can be a, like a sort of a moment in in time hummus hour <laughs> I love the like the what do you call this 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 hand motion? I want to describe this it for the listeners. Je ne sais quoi. It's kind of yeah, like yeah. the you know rubbing I, your fingertips I, rubbing together. my fingers together. It, it's sort of like like yummy, yummy, yummy Italian. <laughs> yes. I don't know what it is. Uh huh. But if you have something that's sort of calling you forward right now, uh, okay. Just, right now, I you can circle back if it's too overwhelming. No, it's just I have so many like queer recommendations that it's hard oh, to give us a lot then. I love that. 
well, the obvious one, Sex Education. Have you okay. seen the show? That's yes, I've, yeah. obvious. Obvious movie is A Portrait of a Lady on Fire. Yeah, definitely. Obvious. Less obvious, this book. Cantoras. Cantoras. What is that? What yes. is this? Never heard so, of it. Oh my God. This is like one of my favorite books of all time. And I think it's less known out here because I think it was published and written in the UK. I think it follows the story of a bunch of women in Uruguay when Uruguay was under military rule. It's like starts in the seventies, follows these women across their entire lives. I don't know how to put it into words. It's moving and beautiful. You fall in love with these characters. You ball your eyes out. Mm. It's something it's something else incredible wow, okay. book okay okay I'm gonna start is it is it one of these books that gets you on the first like you're hooked immediately or is it a slow burn a bit I'd say middle ground I'm not I, I don't know that you would be hooked necessarily immediately but you gotta you once you fall in love with these characters like right you can't stop it's so I, gay like the whole thing is so everything about it is gay they get this little cabin on a beach to like be their little community place where they can be openly themselves and they all date each other and okay I'm, I, it sounds perfect when when <laughs> when I hear you know you have to fall in love with the characters uh, what I know that to be code for is it takes a minute don't give up well yeah but I wouldn't even say that it's not a big book right. I just don't I don't remember being like hooked like yeah oh, I hear I, you I, I know it's a juvenile word and and that idea is just it's it's very amateur, and I think you're beyond that. That's I mean, what I'm looking I was, that's at what I was I'm to looking say. at you in your office. You have a framed photo of vegetables. <laughs> you have yeah, you have a framed photo of mushrooms. You're an adult. You're not a kid. You're not a kid. You're someone with you're, plants and like, books and a desk. <laughs> I didn't realize this would reveal so much about me. No, is, I think it, there's a bunch of adult toys behind the door. Yeah, That's I my see dog's seven bed. dildos and a dog. <laughs> Are, do, you do, mush, do you do mushrooms? I do not, and I never have. Really? I, I, I do. I think I, I think it's safe to say I do. Like I, I, I would have said a while ago, I, I have done them, but I do. I do. Okay. I like them a and lot. What's that I'm like? not, you, I really like you. I think you have a great vibe. Oh. Oh my God, I just, you. I just, sorry, I have so many guests on this show that in the back of my head, I'm thinking, get off the show. <gasps> I'm joking. Whoa. I know that's your fear, so I'm playing to your fear. So. Oh, but like, you're not joking though. No. But you're I'm, not joking. I am, I'm a hundred percent joking. <laughs> right. I'm, total, I'm totally right. joking. Absolutely. I'm with you. Good yeah, joke. I love, I love, ev- that was funny. <laughs> I love everyone. I don't really drink. I'm not a drinker. Yeah. Like I'll uh, once in a while I'll sip something, but my stomach hurts and I'm nauseous. But I mm-hmm. like to smoke pot. I have to like pace myself though, because if I'm high all the time, I just feel my brain cells are just I'm just dead in in the head. And mm-hmm. I think psychedelics are really cool. I think they're cool, and I've had some cool experiences that with them the last few years of just like opening up different like ways of thinking or like yeah. just like awareness, like level a level of awareness that I didn't always have, and it feels empowering. This is what I hear. Yeah. I that's what you hear from people. Do you find or have you found it to change your reactivity at all? That's a great question. I haven't sort of like meditated on my reactivity while on psychedelics. So mm. 
maybe it's something that like if I called that into this like if I like had that as like an intention or was like purposefully like thinking about that while I was doing it then maybe there would be something there for me but I've that's never even crossed my mind on them it's more like I think about like relational like relationship things or like my relationship with myself or how I see the world I'm less thinking about like my that's like I, I would like to now do I would now like to trip with the intention of focusing on my <laughs> okay. reactivity and see what happens. But what I've realized, and I'm indulging myself a little here by talking about myself, but what I've realized recently is that, like, in order for me to keep my reactivity at bay, and I've, you know, I just grew up in a family that, like, we all screamed so much. Like, my mm-hmm. parents were cursing and yelling, like, not in at, at each other. We were just, like, loud and yellers. Like, my mom, I thought my name was fuck growing up. Like, we were just... <laughs> It was intense, you know? So the only way I'm able to sort of keep my, like, tone at bay is if I really am diligent with, like, I have to meditate and I have to journal and I have to really Mm -hmm. be intentional about it. Otherwise, I just am, like, I'm just intense. I'm just an intense person. Right, because that's your natural, that's your go-to. That's your baseline. So for anybody to change their baseline is really difficult. Yeah, it's brutal. It's a lot of work, but are you, you sound, are you pretty chill, like calm? Yeah, I'm, (laughs) I'm very anxious Mm -hmm. generally, but it's Mm -hmm. like, you know, it's, it's buried deep in there. My, my demeanor is very calm. It takes a lot to, to get me, (laughs) I don't know, (laughs) to get me reactive. I'm really not. No, I'm really not reactive. That's it. And I was going to say that Joy, I didn't know you chose that name, but e- but even though you did choose it, it's a great name to have like like a nominative determinism, like when you become your name. Ah. Like you get to become Joy every day. It's like a great, ah, it, it's yeah. a good like target for you. You know what I mean? That's the target. It has been, it is and has been the target. That's awesome. And is your, mm-hmm. is your partner, I think you said you have a girlfriend. Yeah. Is she, what's her disposition like? She's even more like chill than I am. It's like, how is that possible? <laughs> I Honestly, I don't know. Like she is, she is so even keel, mm-hmm. and, but it's like my sister's like that. So I think I, there's some kind of like draw because I understand like that level of even keel. Like wow. I'm non-reactive, but I'm reacting internally. Mm-hmm. she's just like she's just chilling <laughs> like, she's which just is chilling. really helpful for my uh, kind of anxious like buzz I have a bit yeah. of a like a bit of a nervous um, like activated kind of presence sometimes where like I need I feel like I need to be doing something or producing something or solving something and she's very much just like we can also just sit here oh, like wow. that's fine mm-hmm that's so that's really, really great. helpful. Mm-hmm. How, how long have you been with her? A year. So we, we went on our first date mm-hmm. like a year and a half ago, but we've like actually been together for just over a year. Wow. Okay. How long have you and your fiance been together? Tell me that story. Do the listeners know the story already? I don't know it. I'll, well, I'll tell you, but my fiance and I have been together for about three years. We do live together. And I was living in New York when we met and I moved out here because I had I had got work out here 
And I always, I mm-hmm. kind of wanted to live in Los Angeles, but she was already here. So it sort of sealed the deal for me. How long were you together before you moved in? Not very long, maybe like seven or eight months. I was, I was coming from New York to see her mm-hmm. and she would visit me in New York. And when I moved out here, I, we were already together and she needed a new place to live. I didn't want to live alone just yet out here. It made Uh more sense for us to live together. So it really was like, we weren't going to like separately together, find our own places when we just started. hundred percent. Yeah. You know what I'm like? So Uh it was, and it was the first time I moved in with someone I was dating. It was like, I was really worried about it. Now that I think about it, I was like, where do you have your own time and space? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know like that's kind of I, I was like what do, and what happens if I want to like be in my room alone <laughs> yeah. you know like I was like yeah I, I remember kind of like mourning this idea that like I would lose like my independent bedroom totally and, you yeah. know and we like we even talk mm-hmm. about this now where we're like if we get a bigger like one day when we have a our dream house it would be wonderful if we each had our own bedroom I, there's lots of people who who want that. Yeah, I mean, we're we're like we should each have our own house and have a house in the middle where we meet up. Like there you I go. Really, yeah, I, I I like to have my own space. She likes to have her own space. We each want we each kind of like work at home in some degrees. Oh, like, that's tough. Yeah, that you know, adds like a whole we need layer. like we need like we're both sharing the same workspace. Like it's just like you saw. Ooh, that's she came a lot. in here. You yeah. know, like it's tight. It's tight quarters. I, I, uh, I mean, she's very easy to live with, though. But still, it's just, it's just the nature of living with another person, where it's like, oh, where's my like alone time? And I, I kind of, I'm like, mm-hmm. couples shouldn't live together. <laughs> well, maybe they shouldn't live together and work together in the same space. Like that's a lot. I'm like, if you're over the age of thirty, you don't need to share a bed and a toilet. It's not prison. Get. <laughs> Get your own house and meet up with your lover once a week, a few times a week. That's nice. That's in what this keeps economy. it special. Allie, that, in this economy. No, <laughs> it's more so for the. It's house. more get your own house. Yeah. Uh, and money grows on trees. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I am being sensitive to everyone from all backgrounds with all sorts of incomes. This is Absolutely. realistic. They can just print more. Mm-hmm. Print more money. This Inflation. is financial that- advice. This is financial advice. I know all about it. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was, I'm sure I have thoughts in my head that I'm jumping back and forth to, but the book you recommended, remind me the name. Cantores. Oh. Cantores. So, I, I don't know that I'm pronouncing it right, but. I, and I thank you for saying that because I had a feeling you weren't. So <laughs> I. <laughs> it comes with the name. So I just finished the My Brilliant Friend series. My brilliant friend. Sorry, you heard can you about give me those? one sec? My fridge is beeping. I have Please go take care of that fridge. This is classic Interruption us. after interruption. This I apologize. classic us. No. We took care of it. We're good. Sorry. No, yeah. don't be. Please never apologize Sometimes to it again. just starts beeping. Did you say it's... don't ever apologize to me ever again? <laughs> that, yeah. That, what a weird boundary to set. Don't uh, right. ever under any circumstance never, apologize to me. Never apologize to me. No matter how many times you wrong me like that. no matter how many times you hurt me in the way you just hurt me Uh i'm asking you to never take responsibility (laughs) wow okay i can work on that for Um, you i can work on that thank you well you were saying about a a book it it reminded me of the book series i had just finished 
my brilliant friend, which I spoke about, I think, once before on the show, but it's the Elena Ferrente novels. They, they, they're called like the Neapolitan Quartet, and it's the two Italian girls over the course of their lives growing up together. And it's oh. a similar thing of like you fall in love with like these very this very profound female friendship and you follow mm-hmm. it and like the books are just so gorgeous. And okay. it's not yeah, specifically sounds- gay, but it is gay but it's, it's gay. female friendship but it is <laughs> yes but it but My, it is see and her name is elena spelt e-l-e-n-a like what I is know. that i know what is that that could almost be elena elena, elena. yeah elena. that makes sense elena you're and right. then you're coming at me for having a-l-a-y-n-a elena oh, i'm coming at i'm coming at you you were you did I did. But don't and ever then, apologize. But by the way, that's just my energy. See, I sounded intense, but I inside was peaceful. I was Elena Joy on the inside. Calm, copacetic. Wow, okay. I was like your sister. But on the outside, <laughs> yes. it was sort of this penetrative, psychotic force. <laughs> so that's, that's your, That needs to be your new bio. <laughs> penetrative, psychotic force. Yes. So as someone who reacts, as we said, to lesbian Mm. thirst traps, lesbian Mm -hmm. thirst traps that are quote unquote actually good, Mm -hmm. I think it would be really helpful for you to tell my listeners, what is it that makes a lesbian thirst trap good? Ooh, what a question. It's confidence, Mm. but not arrogance. That's the, there's like three kind of ends of the spectrum on the one end you have like uncomfortable nervous any kind of like can tell that they're really not 100 sure in what they're doing right and then the other side of the spectrum is arrogance which is just gross it's also cringy in its own way mm-hmm. you have to hit that sweet spot of like confident feeling yourself feeling good knowing that you're hot as shit knowing that whatever you're doing is sexy but like not in a like I'm gonna eat you kind of way right like owning the space without trying to like destroy someone else yes if you can because you can see it right like you can tell quiet power Oof, a quiet power yes like a quiet like what you're hitting on it comes from within okay so that's so so that's an energetic note yes is there is there any sort of camera angle movement wardrobe that you find to be something that's effective or is it really all about what's inside I mean what's inside comes first absolutely because you can make anything work if you do it with enough confidence Mm -hmm. but like a lot of the like really good thirst traps the camera angle is low so you're the person that you're watching is like looking down at you right you know so if you're filming it you have the camera low down because it's kind of like a dominance thing is that that's what it is right Mm -hmm. well I guess actually then that could work the other way depending what kind of thirst when I'm thinking thirst trap I'm thinking like a person who's trying to be dominant in some way because that tends to be what thirst traps are but there's also like I guess if you're wanting to be more submissive you could do a high camera angle because then you're right there's not a lot of yeah sorry I didn't mean to cut you off there no no I there's not a lot of thirst traps that are like, come plow me. <laughs> you know, there because you're, oh, there's something there, about the thirst yeah. trap energy that is it's directionality. It's like there's yeah. like a movement, right? Mm-hmm. It is the penetrative psychotic energy. 
Yes, this it's is not so you're receiving. asking for tips for you. You're like, it's I'm not thinking receiving. about getting into thirst traps. I, I just imagine that like the f- it's like the bee has a thirst trap, not the flower, not the flower. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think primarily, yes, but that you do see the more like, what did you say? Come plowing <laughs> energy. Okay, you do CPE, see come plowing energy. <laughs> If you're going for the CP energy or CPM, right? CPM. If you're if you're going for the CPM energy, a really, <laughs> this is, mm-hmm. I'm thinking of like a, a body position. Yeah. On your knees, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. like sitting back on your heels, so right. that there's those little hip creases. Mm-hmm. You know, like where your thigh bends with your hip. Yeah. If those are showing big CPM energy. Totally. I, I I honestly want to find like a graphic and like intercut it with this video to like, yeah. I want us to sort of like Madden, like red line, this like thirst traps, <laughs> yes. like we're like NFL commentators where we're like, yes. and you see that hip line, that's going to make an effective thirst trap. And next on the field is a, uh, you know, I feel like that would uh-huh. be sort of a cute little series for us. And we can take care of that when I'm in Canada. Sure. We can add it to the itinerary. Okay, we have a long, long list of things to do when I when I to come film. to your the motherland. We gotta make it worth it. We have to. We do have to make it worth it because we know there's nothing else I can do in that country. <laughs> that is... <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh no. No, I. So, tell me about, of course, really, you know, if not the biggest reason why you're here, the podcast, my indoor rock climbing the, that you I'm, that you don't care about. I'm literally obsessed with your indoor rock climbing. <laughs> I couldn't okay. I couldn't be more obsessed with it. I led with it. I led with it. You did, actually. That's true. That's true. And I know all about it. The V4s, the V5s. Like, I know about the roots. Wow. I'm in this world. Look at you go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Your podcast with yes. Ashley and Mac called Chosen Family. Chosen Family. Mm-hmm. Well, basically, we sit down every week. We The idea is that we're sitting down around the family dinner table talking about gay stuff. We are the gay family that you never had. Mm-hmm. That's that's essentially the, the gist of it. I, I've been dubbed mommy. Say more. I, because I bring the mommy more energy? motherly energy. Ashley is obviously dad and Mac is baby. And we... Uh, <laughs> we have family, family talks about, I mean, everything queer. Do you think that that this, um, this concept of chosen family, which I've, you know, I think we talk about this a lot in the queer community of like, yeah, especially if you were the family you're born into, isn't necessarily accepting or yeah. whatever, fill in the blank. You get to create a community that feels like family. Like, was that your do you ha- have you had that experience in your like shoes or do you feel like I don't know your relationship yeah. with chosen family? I I've been really lucky in that my family's incredibly supportive and and loving like my blood family, but I absolutely have chosen family as well because there's something when you're in I mean any minority you, you find community within people who share that experience, but specifically in the queer community, you're not that, that community, that acceptance isn't, or that shared experience isn't built into your family structure. And so finding your own community, finding your own chosen family, I think is 
is a beautiful part of being queer, whether whether your blood family is accepting or not. Right. Yeah. I. Yeah, that's well said. I do. <laughs> I. It, I think you have something to add, but I just fully agree. I. I. It is something that like the experience of being queer or whatever group that you feel you're a part mm-hmm. of that like has you you might feel othered by it or yeah just to be able to share your experience with other people who have sort of felt that it's like I can't really I don't get to talk to my mom and dad about you know what was their experience like growing up as young lesbians exactly exactly and that you know that's whether your parents are accepting or not right and I think that the idea with the podcast and also like the idea with any of my content Mm -hmm. any queer content at all is like not everybody even has access to community in real life in any way right like not everybody lives in a place that has openly queer people not everybody can go to a queer rock climbing group like those those types of spaces don't exist everywhere and so that's where conversations online whether that's you know my youtube channel or chosen family podcast your podcast whatever it is we're trying to create that community for where everybody can access it Totally. The space that you get to like join and feel like, oh, I'm so fucking a part of this, you know? Yes. Yes. I mean, even like when I, I don't know how old you are, but like even when I was growing up, which doesn't feel like it was that long ago, like there was just a void of like anything that felt like me. Yes. A hundred percent. And that's, it goes back to the reality TV conversation. Like, right. We didn't have, for me, the only representation I can think of was like Tila Tequila. Right. Like we had that one. We had a shot at love with Tila Tequila. Yeah. And she's like a Nazi now. So that's. I didn't even watch it. I just remember hearing there was a girl. She's wasted on MTV and she's making out with Mm -hmm. girls. Yep. Exactly. Right. And it was like, oh, my God, this is. I was like, I guess that's me. I guess that's my representation. (laughs) I don't identify with Tila Tequila. I'm sorry. Well, you know what? That's all we had. That was your option. That was your one option. Literally. So, okay, so anything other than uh, like chosen family that you'd like to share with my listeners or plug or I mean, I know your YouTube yeah. and yeah, I am Elena Joy on everything. Elena mm-hmm. spelled exactly how it's A L A Y N A. Elena. Elena. Yeah, Elena Joy on everything. I, my YouTube channel, I do, it's a lot of fun. The idea is that it's fun and maybe you you leave having learned something also. The Chosen Family podcast is really exciting because that's like the newest. Um, it's definitely a new project and yeah, I'm around. If you like climbing, my Instagram. Yeah, per- guys, you got to check out the Instagram. I always think Instagram is like as closest as you're going to come to like my phone number. Everything yes, else yeah, is like absolutely. social media. Instagram is like you're pretty close to me right now. Okay, check out my Instagram. <laughs> yeah, that's a really good way to put it. That's a you know? that's a good pitch. I like that. Thank you so much for coming on the show. No, thanks for having me. This is I. You know what, Allie? I'll yeah. say it. I like you too. Yes. <laughs> <Thanks for two. laughs>